thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Question of the week from the Naked Scientists. Hello, I'm Tamsin Bell, and this week we are lifting the smokescreen on this question from Bethany. My colleagues and I have had a rather heated debate in the office recently, sparked by one of them saying that secondhand smoke is more likely to give you cancer than actually smoking a cigarette. I was shocked when I heard this and struggled to believe it. What do you guys reckon? Is she right? In several countries around the world, new legislation means that smokers see a graphic health warning on cigarette packaging as a constant reminder of potential side effects of smoking. But are the non-smokers at risk of these too? We asked Stefan Marciniak, Professor of Respiratory Science at the University of Cambridge. This is a good question, and as with so many good questions, the answer isn't straightforward. It's both yes and no. Passive smoking, also called secondhand smoking, is recognised by the World Health Organisation as a major global health problem. Every year, nearly 7 million people around the world will die of smoking-related illnesses. 6 million of these are smokers, because half of all smokers will die of a smoking-related disease, such as cancer, heart attacks, strokes or emphysema. But the remaining 1 million deaths are in non-smokers. That means that roughly 1 in 7 smoke-induced deaths is due to second-hand smoke. Cigarette smoke contains more than 4,000 different chemicals. Of these, we know for certain that at least 250 are toxic and at least 50 can cause cancer, such as arsenic, lead and cadmium. There is no safe limit to cigarette smoke exposure. Cigarette smoke comes in two forms. Mainstream smoke, which is the smoke drawn into the mouth of a smoker, and sidestream smoke, which is the smoke coming off the end of a smouldering cigarette. Secondhand smoke is a mixture of exhaled mainstream smoke mixed in with sidestream smoke. In a sense, it is true that sidestream smoke, often experienced by bystanders, is worse because it contains much more carbon monoxide and other toxic chemicals, such as ammonia and nitrosamide, compared to mainstream smoke, because it hasn't gone through the filter at the bottom of the cigarette. However, a passive smoker will be inhaling more dilute smoke compared to an actual smoker, so the smoker will still receive a larger dose of the toxins, and in that sense, the passive smoker isn't actually coming off worse. But we mustn't underplay the dangers of passive smoking. Globally, about a third of the deaths each year caused by secondhand smoke are in children. In the UK, passive smoking causes 165,000 new cases of disease in children each year, including asthma, pneumonia, and tragically, even sudden infant death syndrome. Even the unborn child is at risk. Pregnant women who are exposed to secondhand smoke are more likely to have low birth weight babies, and these babies are more likely to be born prematurely. 
This is why, since October 2015, it has been an offence to smoke in a car with a child, and it's also the reason why smoking isn't permitted in workplaces or social spots like bars and pubs. So, to summarise, if possible, you should try to stay away from any type of cigarette smoke. Thank you, Stefan, for such an informative answer. It really highlights the importance of not hanging out in the smoking area to look cool. Next time, we're sniffing out this more light-hearted question from Andrew. How do wombats produce cube-shaped droppings? But what do you think? You can email Chris at thenakedscientist.com, find us on Facebook, tweet at Naked Scientists, or join the debate on the forum, which is nakedscientist.com/forum. Thank you for listening, and until next time, goodbye. Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK, the nation that's investing twenty billion pounds in R and D over the next two years, the nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities, the nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk/greattalent to see how you can work, live, and move to the UK.